On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we gotta go fast in Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's get right into it. Video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrantz. And I'm Travis Colnut. And today we are talking about a new movie, 2020's Sonic the Hedgehog. We are going to start with the tutorial. Uh, it is a 60 second segment where we take you through the high level plot of this movie, hot potato style, each taking 20 seconds before we pass it on to the next person. Uh, why don't I start this time uh, giving right. you that plot? Who wants to go second? I can go second. We'll make Travis go last. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will start this in three, two, one. So, Sonic the Hedgehog is a movie about the blue blur. Uh, he lived in a different dimension with an owl mom, and then his owl mom got killed, and he had to move to Earth. And on Earth, he ends up settling in Green Hill, Montana, which is a place that has a wonderful police officer who he calls Donut Lord, whose name is Thomas. And Thomas is a dude. Help. Uh, so, uh, so he is basically um, trying, wants to be friend with Tom, um, but... Uh, government agency kind of settles into the town. They're looking for Sonic because he has all this power. And um, so they uh, meet each other. And next thing you know, they're on a cross-country road trip. To- oh, my God. Okay, so Sonic dropped a bag of rings to get himself back to his regular dimension or to another dimension because Dr. Robotnik found out about his power. And so he's trying to get back to um, San Francisco so he can get the bag of rings so that he can open up a portal and get away. But uh, they pretty much fight Dr. Robotnik at the end. And oh my God, did I? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know. (laughs) I think you did pretty well. Usually these summaries are like the first like 45 minutes and then we say, and then we'll find out. You did a great job. Oh my gosh, that was hard i was like where do i go from I, here i didn't set you up well yeah we got, we got there it's okay <laughs> you know what was you know it was tough the first what? design of this character before the movie oh my god out. oh yeah there was that do you want to <laughs> summarize what happened if people didn't know the discourse before the movie came out yeah sure um so basically uh everyone kind of knew this movie was coming out they're like hey the studio was like the Sonic movie. Get hyped, everybody! Here's your first look, and they put out the little trailer. And Sonic was a horrifying little monster. So bad! Oh my god! <laughs> With like weird, like little people teeth, and and his eyes were too small. Like Sonic, come on, it's big eyes. He had like it's very basic. He had like separate eyes. Yeah, and they were like, and he had like full teeth. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture right now. They tried to I make him like, kind of real, which is weird. Yeah. And basically, like as if he, yeah. the whole internet was like, no, no, thank you, sir. Take that Sonic he, back where you brought him from. He had like a little weird, like human body. Yeah. Like it wasn't like the skinny legs. It was like no, a were, man, a, a child in a suit kind of body. Yeah. They yeah. were toned. And like, and like feet. He had like full feet, which... I guess I could see why they needed to show his feet because it was actually part of the plot of this movie, which I was like, oh, okay, that's why, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, it makes more sense that he, you know, wore out the soles of his shoes or whatever. But yeah, he was very strange looking. And then mm-hmm. he, 
everyone's first reaction where he goes meow like that's the first time you see him and he's screaming too oh yeah it's just not very good mm-hmm. if you want to follow along at home there's an IGN video that's called Sonic the Hedgehog old and new design comparison it oh, basically yeah. puts the movie like side by side with old design and new design from the trailer and it's very bad the new design is very good so no mm-hmm. complaints there um I, I guess we're gonna talk about how we felt about the movie but I think the movie turned out really well. Yeah. Oh, Katie's me this time. She's yeah. not sure. This is am, great. Am I? Did am it? I Katie? Because <gasps> I'm very middle of the road about Did it this happen? whole thing. Did we get I there? Think- <laughs> I didn't think we'd get in season one, but is Jacob oh like this more than we do? I think this I'm- is the second best video game movie ever made. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. God. And maybe I have a lot of like reverence for the the character, and that's why I'm. And I love Jace, Jason. I love nope, Sonic. James Marsden. You love Sonic, and you're just <laughs> I like I love Ooh. Sonic. Oh, no. Okay. Hmm, well, yeah. Interesting. Oh God, here we go. Okay. I don't well, hate it. I don't hate it. But uh, you're you're talking a big talk right now. Yeah, the big Uh-oh. talk that starts with a very bizarre beginning where he's in another dimension and he has an owl yeah, mom, and that are echidnas me. chasing him? Are they echidnas? I, I think that's what I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know what those were. They looked like uh kinda like little knuckles characters. And knuckles and echidna. Oh it, oh I didn't know that that's what he was yeah, called. That's um, Sonic uh, Knuckles the Echidna. Huh. Yeah. You learn so something new. Yeah. But yeah, that's kinda what they looked like. Like for some I reason was... they were hunting him. I don't know why. I don't know my Sonic stuff, but when I was like, there's a big owl mom. I don't, <laughs> like, this doesn't ring a bell at all. I was like, is this a thing? And like, you guys want to tell me, have you ever seen Long Claw before? No, I, I don't think I, Long Claw's canon. I don't remember this at all. Which, why? Yeah. Why yeah, an like owl? That, that was an interesting choice. Like, but that was an interesting choice. Like, that they created this character in this world that he was from like i i get like there's plenty of things i'm sure they could have pulled from i don't know sonic stuff very well to know what they could pull from but like to make something up entirely i mean there was a whole cartoon i'm sure there's tons of stuff you could probably pull from i don't think there's much i don't i don't recall if there's anything about like his parentage um but but yeah it was just an odd choice and like long claw like it was very specific for something that was very random like Longclaw is an actual character they pulled from something. If mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Like it seemed very specific, and I was like, I don't. This is the first I've ever heard of this character or this situ- scenario mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. So. What is a Longclaw? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Oh uh, no! I was just gonna say. I mean, even the like rings as teleportation stuff. Is that mm-hmm. part of the games? Well, yes. I don't is no. it okay. Uh, not not I thought the rings they just collected. Not specifically to Oh, you're like, right. Like, oh, I'm gonna think of a place and I'm gonna make go a certain place with this ring. But like you okay. do run through rings that then you okay. like vanish and go to a new a new place. Oh like that's more of like Sonic Three ish. Yeah. I think that's when okay. they kind of started doing that. But it's okay. not like absurd. Like I was like, oh, okay. I can see how they took that thing and adapted it to make a okay. plot mechanic. And see, I didn't yeah, I connect guess, until yeah. you said like, hey, you can jump in for a bonus level. But I guess like that's a stretch canonically, but it's actually yeah. like it, it fits the canon. Because I don't know I guess, why else he would be like, oh, my rings, you know, is part of the movie. Aside if he just liked rings. And yeah, I guess that's where I was confused is because like 
the movie starts off, it jumps you into this whole little scenario where, and I'm like introduced to like characters I don't really know. And like, I'm like the ring thing that I don't really know. And I'm like, am I just completely, I do I know nothing about Sonic or am I kind of like, is this something like everyone is like, Oh, this is so exciting. There's long claw. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) And so I just, and I was like the, the rings teleporting. I'm like, is that a thing? You know? So I, it felt like, is this all made for the movie and Sonic is just like in it? Or is this like good enough as in like an adaptation? I I don't know. I'm not uh, someone who could answer that question. As far as the ring thing, I thought it was close enough and also okay. a way to make a plot. Like, what do you, what right. do you do? Like, what is Sonic he doing? You know? Running. Yeah. Like, he's just <laughs> running around. Movie. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You got to make a movie out of mm-hmm. it. Right. So. Yeah. What, so when he gets to Earth. He's essentially like a. He was so cute. He's a little baby Sonic. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta go. Yes. Gotta go to Earth. Yeah, baby Sonic was cute. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to Earth, and essentially for like maybe five or ten years, he like is alone, and he follows mm-hmm. the the people around like the the town of Green Hills, Montana, where he's not allowed to make friends. He has he like idolizes the 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 sheriff, who's Tom Wachowski. Uh, who reminds me of Monsters, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nothing really... Ha- it basically sets up the character, sets up, like, uh, James Marsden's character, who's kind of the his pal the whole time, and then he creates an EMP by playing baseball with himself, which yeah. was great. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's basically... Like, he knows all the people in this town, and he's, like, imaginary friends with all of them. And he's like, let's see what so-and-so is up to. And he's hiding. And uh, it, it did crack me up was uh, Crazy Carl, who's yeah. like, no, there, he's out there. There's a blue <laughs> demon out there. And, like, no one believes him because he's Crazy Carl. That yeah. was pretty funny. That yeah. made me laugh. So, yeah, he's, he watches the kids playing baseball. And then after everyone leaves, he's like, I'm going to play some baseball. So he's just playing baseball with himself and running around. And then he gets all upset because he has no friends. And then, yeah, that it's triggers. Really sad. It is really sad. And then yeah, he triggers yeah, that it, first yeah. EMP, like basically like supercharged Sonic, like charge thing. Yeah. That like, wiped out the whole Pacific coast or something like yeah. that. Like it took out like a whole whack load of area, like of the States. Yeah. And it like, draws attention from the government to yeah. green, 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 Green Hills, Montana. Green Hills, yes. Anyway. Have you played Sonic? I know, Game? right? I was like, Green Valley. Green Valley's not right. And what? then I just, I questioned everything I knew. Well, each of the <laughs> first levels in Sonic, they all are Green Hill Zone, but like yes. they usually have a twist on them. So like, oh, okay. it's fine. And the second level, isn't it Chemical Plant Valley? So like, you're fine. Oh, thanks. You're very, <laughs> you're super fine. So, um... It, what happens next is that EMP happens and the government says, oh, my God, we is, need to call in Robotnik. Yeah. OK. Um, I was also really thrown off by the government was really like, we've tried everything. Bring in Robotnik. Like, like it, immediately. It, it just seems so quick for the government just to be like, we have no idea what it is. Bring in the crazy man. And like, I didn't need extra build up for like you know what the government is doing to figure it all out but literally the scene was like two minutes long mm. and and then it was like oh bring in robotnik and, yeah. and, and why does he still work for the government because the yeah. government guy literally says that guy he's a psychological trash fire <laughs> that's how he's described <laughs> why does he right. still work there yeah i know 
Because sometimes geniuses are psychological trash fires and they make beautiful robots that the government wants to use. Yeah, but you think he'd do, he'd be in like the private industry by himself, like doing crazy <laughs> stuff. I'm just saying, this doesn't sound like government work. Robotnik would be a PMC in any other yes. movie. Yes, uh, he so would and you know it. <laughs> yeah, he would. And he technically is in all the games. Yes. He's a private military corporation. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm like, is this canon? I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I I would say so, yes. Think of him how you think of Revolver Ocelot from the Metal Gear Solid games. That doesn't help Travis at all. Nope, not at all. <laughs> half of our listeners are going to be like, yeah, great point. And the other half will be like, who dad? This is a movie podcast. Please do dad. <laughs> um, and so that, that sets up Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, who is easily one of the highlights of this movie this man uh, can turn trash into treasure you guys aren't convinced mm, come on no, it's oh, jim no. carrey it's okay. jim carrey okay yeah, he was he was jim carrey i love jim like, carrey yeah okay but it, he was jim carrey to the point where he was he was jim carrey like he said uh he said yeah, a yeah. line that was like pure ace ventura he said uh ah oh, i forget what it was it wasn't alrighty then but it was something very similar that yeah. was like straight out of Ace Ventura. And also, just the whole tone of it didn't feel like Dr. Robotnik to me at all. Everything I but the dance break felt like Dr. Robotnik. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what it was, but it just didn't, it didn't connect with me for some reason. He was occasionally funny, but most of the time I was like, eh, I don't think he was that funny. I, and I said this out loud, word, like word for word, I was like, this is just Jim Carrey, but mean. Like, I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's this, it felt like the same roles that he always kind of plays, like Ace Ventura and like, you know, he, and of course he can do like dramatic movies and stuff like that, but this felt like Jim Carrey, but just like a a mean twist. And I, usually he's like the protagonist of most movies that like, you know, he's that kind of wacky, you know, character, but I was like, okay, he's just kind of rude. And Has he ever been a villain before? I don't think he's ever he, been a villain in any other movie. Oh, uh, no, I mean, Grinch. Oh, yes. you're right. But see, yeah, same thing. But Grinch was different. Grinch was better. I feel like there was more of a character to Grinch. I don't think there was much of a character here. He was just like snarky and uh, I don't know. Grinch was also like the main character. Like, That's he true. Was, like he was still the protagonist of yes. the, the, the plot. And he went through like a, a character development thing there, right? Like discovering he has a heart. Mm-hmm. Whereas... This was just kind of Jim Carrey doing the same like beats the whole time, like. And also, if he's gonna be that over the top and ridiculous, why don't you give him like? And I know this is such a thing that I critique other other people when people are like, "This isn't like the game," and I'm like, "It doesn't have to be like the game. Like, just stop it. It's okay." If he's going to be that over the top, give him like more of the mustache and give him a little bit of a belt, like give make him a little bit more of the shape. I mean, like, he kind of got there in the end, right? Which yeah. was my favorite part of Jim I Carrey actually, in that movie because he was crazy. I was, yeah. which Doctor Robotnik is crazy, where he wasn't. I was actually crazy. about to say, I don't know Doctor Robotnik and what he's supposed to be like, but at the end when he was like full Robotnik, I was like, oh, I can kind of get behind this. Yeah, you I want to see mean? more this of this. Of, yeah, the half step, I think, was not enough Robotnik, even though I don't know the character. Like, what's he supposed to be like? I guess I'll leave that up to you guys to describe him to me. But, like, at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, I would want more of this. I'll see a sequel with, like, 
kind of crazy villain man. Mm-hmm. And this was almost just like evil villain man where I kind of want a little bit more like craziness, if that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. when I think of Robotnik, all I think of is like, likes emeralds, big belly, big mustache, likes robots. That's, Does that's he Robotnik. Have- does he have a personality? Like, is there any specific traits um, that Jim evil. Carrey was missing? Evil? Yeah, just evil. It's like evil. like a like mustache twirling evil okay. genius type of thing. Gotcha. Like, and he's I, not I always thought he was developed. vaguely Eastern European too. Like he he isn't yeah. like North American. Yeah, yeah. I'm like he's like that. a German or like a like a Scandinavian. Like that's the way he he comes up. Because like I think of the cartoon and. I might be misremembering this completely, but I remember he had like a vague, like, I'm a smart man accent. Like, I'm totally making that up. But like, he had a non-North American accent. I have that impression in my brain as well. We could both Is it that wrong, kind of but... like German psychologist kind of accent? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing the old Sonic cartoon now. Okay. Isn't it wonderful? He's rotten. He's evil. He's mean. He makes me feel so proud. Yeah. So See, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. like a little crazier. And yeah. also, yes, has that little bit of that Euro thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that Euro so, thing. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'm generalizing the- extremely. <laughs> to defend to defend Jim Carrey's character, you, like him in this movie a little bit more, I kind of do feel that though, him being in isolation for years would make him crazy, mm-hmm. right? To Maybe to bring him in as like this insane person realistically wouldn't even, I mean, not that realism really matters in this movie, but at the same time, like why would the government choose this obviously evil person? He's more just like kind of rude and, you know, and then he just progressively gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And then he's in isolation for like years in this other world at the end. Spoilers. But like he, so maybe that's where he finally cracks. See, but I don't need an origin story for Dr. Robotnik. That's true. I just need him to come in and be Dr. Robotnik. That's it. That's why he should have been privatized. It's right right there. Yeah. Um, Anywho, but get back no on track. On, there's no fat on this movie. <laughs> no, except that on Robotnik's body at the end of it. It's it's. Um, it is like 90 minutes of just like straight shot of we are going to San Francisco and we are going to conquer evil. But in the middle, there's this little cute thing after you know James Marsden dis- discovers Sonic and Robotnik goes through um you know Wachowski's house. Um, they end up going on a cross country road trip from Montana to San Francisco and end up. One of my favorite parts of the movie, because it's so cute, is when they end up at, like, the country bar and the motel, and Sonic creates, like, he's like, I want a bucket list, so he makes a bucket list, and they partake in his bucket list, which is playing basketball, having mellow yellow, and starting a bar fight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was super cute. Which, that bar fight, so as soon as it started, I thought of you, Travis. Oh, I, you know where I was going to go with this, you, don't you? You go for I was like, oh, Travis is going to have opinions on this. Oh, yeah, so I'll, of course. I'll let you take it. Immediately. Go for it. And Jacob doesn't probably have a clue. Not because, a clue. Nope, because someone still hasn't watched the X-Men movies like I've asked <laughs> multiple times. I'm, I'm a good friend. <laughs> yes, I'm a right. bad friend. <laughs> Literally, the bar fight, like, where he slows down time and... Uh, you know, does a whole bunch of stuff to everyone in like slowed down time mode is 
entirely not ripped from but very 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 heavily inspired by a scene from x-men days of future past uh with quicksilver who does the exact same thing to get out of like a situation where everyone's getting guns pointed at them and he does the whole slows down time it's like it's a visually very cool scene and uh you uh he does a bunch of stuff like sprays catch like literally i think it comes down to even like spraying ketchup and like giving wedgies and putting and punching people's like moving their um, fists to punch each other and stuff like that like it's literally like oh, it's the same scene. like it's the same scene it literally is like moment for moment almost and i was like did x-men do this first and i was like yeah i think they did <laughs> and and i mean and i also i mean of course i'm gonna say the x-men one was better because it's like actual like humans as opposed to just like having a cgi person do it the entire time but i guess i was just surprised that like it was so similar I didn't expect it to be so similar. Yeah. It was amusing, but yeah, it was yeah, kind of oh, yeah. jarring just because it was the, the same yeah. scene. It was kind of funny. literally. Yeah. I, it was, I liked the scene a lot. Don't get me wrong. It was great. You, I mean, it makes sense for what Sonic can do. It totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't really I was, know how else you visualize that anyway. No, for sure. I was just surprised at how visually similar mm-hmm. it was, even with like an overlaying soundtrack and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like it was, there was a lot of points where we're very, very, very similar. And I like that it was played again at the end. And mm-hmm. then there's a twist out of it. Like that was, that was good and interesting. I yes. liked that a lot. Um, but I was surprised at how close it was, but I will say I'm very happy. I got to talk about X-Men. Um, <laughs> I thought about, I was like, Oh, he's going to be able to talk about X-Men. He's oh, going to be so happy. Like, Look at the joy my on, notes. on your it face. It says X-Men all <laughs> over my notes. I was like, yes. He's like, I, I will, I will X-Men. steal this podcast to talk about X-Men. <laughs> yeah. I literally don't even have to like find a way to weasel my in my X-Men comments in there. It literally is. It's just right there. Mike Caller kind of looks like Sonic. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah bar fights so, so cute sonic and square dance yeah it was cute why aren't you guys like this is the greatest thing ever because it wasn't the greatest thing ever okay uh, yeah i need to hear more from both sides here because i'm still very much in the middle okay you said jim carrey is the best part of the mo- this movie sonic is the best part of this movie the hu- every human in this movie is not funny like i i could have <laughs> skipped every human scene that doesn't have sonic in it i liked her sister um uh pretzel lady's sister what's her name maddie maddie's sister she was fine rachel rachel i liked her yeah uh but but like at the end of the day like james marsden and tika sumter who played uh maddie uh his wife they were just stand-ins to like progress the story this is truly a ben schwartz who plays the voice of sonic who in my take, he's the second best part of this movie. He's His voice is very good. He is one of the better voices of Sonic. I mean, there's only been like six of them and I can name them all because I'm a crazy person. Um, <laughs> but uh, he is one of the better voices of Sonic. Uh, and they're just stand-ins to push the story forward and to be like, this is crazy, right? And they did that. I feel like, okay, you usually have higher expectations for things. James usually is pretty. He's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he has the bluest eyes. His jawline is perfect. Oh, God. No, but like I, I, I went in knowing what this movie was. It's the second time I've seen it. I saw it on opening weekend, and then I also watched it last night, and I knew exactly what I was getting going in. This is going to be a children's movie that is going to speak to... It's like a... It's funny. I'm going back on what I said. It's like a Pixar, right? You know what you're yeah, going oh, into. Go. Katie's yes. trapping me. Katie's trapping me. Oh, my me. God. Because... <laughs> yep, you're being trapped right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> because I literally had this in my head going into this. Okay, because your whole it. thing... About Wreck-It Ralph 
you were like it's it's a kids movie at the end of the day it's just a kids movie this which i thought wreck it ralph was a lot funnier on a lot of different levels whereas this movie i was like oh i'm watching a kids movie i was like oh this would be funny for a seven-year-old i don't know what kids think are funny but i was like oh this aside from sonic being cute and funny like i loved i love the choices they made with sonic but everything else the way dr robotnik acts all of his jokes i was like i'm watching a kid's movie like eh. and i was hyper aware of it Hmm. so why did i like this one and not like i don't know i don't understand maybe it's just because i'm i'm tied to the character a little more than Wreck-It Ralph, um, but I, I it, but maybe this movie was speaking to like an older demographic where like Wreck-It Ralph is for like six to ten year olds, where Sonic the Hedgehog is for ten to thirteen year olds, and that's why <laughs> I, I, I think, liked it. I think Sonic is younger. I think you do? Sonic. I do. I think it's like five, age five to ten. Come on, I do. They almost say "son of a" in this movie. So they, the, uh, please. <laughs> Come on, man! A a not uttered curse. But those oh kids, God. they can't they they can't do Al- the curses. Although Jim Carrey did say, "I I want to be cons- I want to be delicate. We, you should get some ice for that body to keep it fresh." That was dark, and I, yeah, that I, was I laughed when <laughs> when they think Sonic's dead. And he's yeah. like, "You should get some ice." keep the body fresh i was like whoa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 10, 10 to 13 year old humor no, okay sure um so we disagree there but the one thing we don't disagree about is where the movie went to which is like got to san francisco they get to the top of the transamerica building which there's a very funny elevator scene where sonic's in a bag and they're like this isn't my child this is someone else's child like a kid i did like that scene that was quite good i found yeah, I found that good. I, fa- I I laughed at that scene. And then that's when like the final sequence of the movie happens where Robotnik and Sonic fight, um, missiles, rings, throwing off buildings, going to Montana, going to the pyramid, going to Paris, and then the final battle happens. Yeah, I would say I actually quite liked the final, like, that whole instance at the very end where he pushes both of... Um, the human characters. I forget the names. <laughs> God, I really am channeling Tom, Katie in this right? episode, aren't Tom I? Yes. and Maddie. It's, I okay. was going to call him James he, Martison this whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> he pushes them off the building. And I know where he was going to throw the ring and whatever, right? But And then it was going to be a cool slowdown thing. And I expected, once again, just Sonic's going to save the day with the cool slowdown thing. I didn't expect the twist with Robotnik using the quill to then speed himself up. And I liked that a lot. And I was like, oh, I am pleasantly surprised by him doing that. And it was a nice twist on a very carbon copied X-Men Days of Future Past scene from earlier where you'd think he can just save the day. But in the, in reality, he can't, right? Because Robotnik was able to meet him at a certain point, right? So, and then, they, yeah, they have a, a really cool chase scene where I was also like, um, Robotnik's like you can't climb the pyramid that's one of the seven wonders and then he proceeds to shoot it yeah. and like destroy it and I was like you dumb Robotnik like, bad yeah he's like blowing up the sphinx and stuff like that and I'm like um, and I'm sitting here I'm like why is James Marsden the terrorist when Robotnik is literally shooting up the streets like propaganda straight up yeah <laughs> private military corporations enough said mm. yeah, uh, what probably. I really liked about that final battle is the the use of color like during the whole movie, it was like Sonic blue, Robotnik red, 
Robotnik bad, red, Sonic good, blue, and like it was just very dark and there's a lot of neon blue and I just felt it looked really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked the way Sonic looked. The color mm-hmm. in that scene was great. There's some cool visual stuff that happens. Um, yeah, this could definitely. this movie could have been a trash fire. Yeah, easily. And at worst, y'all are like, yeah, this is a six. Oh, I again, I am not trashing this movie. I just, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, it's amazing. It's the second best video game movie ever made. Oh god. Okay. Um, Resident Evil says otherwise. <laughs> we sped through it, and I felt like I missed a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Is there anything that There's y'all a lot of missed stuff in there? Yeah. That you want to talk about? Because I could bring up a couple things that we haven't talked about. Yeah, yeah, go for it. First, uh, two of the smaller roles we haven't talked about in detail. Agent Stone, who is um, Dr. Robotnik's right-hand man. And Adam Polly, who plays... Sorry, uh, his character is Wade Whipple, played by Adam Polly from um, Happy Endings, if you've ever watched that show. Yes, He's like, and, uh, I do Mindy, love him. And the Mindy Project. And the Mindy yes. Project, and bit role but like he was very funny for a children like in a kids movie sense yeah it was funny yeah. funny in a kids movie sense mm-hmm. oh here we go oh my god the shade <laughs> she's just like yes you are correct but you i just, still don't like it you just you just stated the truth i <laughs> that is fact <laughs> um, is there anything that you would yeah. like to bring up that i haven't brought up i did write down I really enjoy. I just read it this way, but I really enjoyed that Sonic hated mushrooms so much and didn't want to go to the mushroom dimension because all that read to me was Mario. Oh. He did not want to go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Like oh, literally, that's, that's how I read it, and I was just like, "Is this a dig at Nintendo?" And I kind of really—it's not like, I mean, Sega. I mean, Sonic is essentially a Nintendo character at this point. Let's be real. Very but, but, um, yeah, more or less, and um. But I was like, he really don't like mushrooms, eh? And I was just like, he don't want to go to the Mushroom Kingdom? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at the be- when, like, you know, Sonic became a thing, it was like Sega versus Nintendo and Sega yeah, being totally. like, literally, we need a mascot to rival Mario. And they came up with Sonic and they, they made him like a little bit cooler and like a little bit more um, smart alecky and everything. I mean, so, I feel like maybe. when it came to like the the like Nintendo versus Sega battle, like the Sega came out as like the Genesis came out as like the cooler console. Yeah. Where you know, you know what I mean. So Sonic by default is the kind of cooler character. Mm-hmm. You know. In Sonic and Knuckles, I remember there being um, a mushroom level, but other oh, really? than that, yeah, other than okay. that, I don't remember mushrooms being a thing. Oh, and they had to. to, I thought I played Sonic and Knuckles, and I don't remember this. Um, And they had to slide in the one chili dog thing, just one. They're like, I don't remember that. Oh, he was like, oh, I tried this thing. It was amazing. It's called a chili dog, and I'm like, there it is. There you go. I mean, but can we talk about? You say chili dogs. All I could think about was the amount of product placement in this movie. I know that. Oh my god, we need a product placement alert because that's that's my thing is bringing up product placement. (laughs) But there's at least four in this movie, and they were real bad. Olive Garden? Um, yeah, okay. honestly. Not everything is yeah. paid, though. Not always. S- but sometimes they're they're not paid, but they are like, we will give you Toyota in this case. 
was yeah. like prominently featured in the chase yes. scene and got destroyed, right? Yes. Sometimes brands are like, no way, you will not destroy our cars, no. Yes. But the thing that tipped me off was Sonic was holding an owner's manual and oh, like yeah. the, the Toyota logo was just like too good. So like yeah. they could have been like, here's 10 cars. Make sure you like prominently display the Toyota logo. That's that, that's like yes. not product placement. Like it may be, it may not be, but like Zillow, when at the beginning she's like, oh, I yes. was looking at apartments in San Francisco on Zillow. Like that was paid. Yeah. Super Zillow paid. was paid for sure. Yeah. I think Olive, Olive Garden, Garden probably paid. I don't think so. I think that was just like a funny joke that they were like, Mellow What's Yellow like? paid. Probably. Yeah. I I almost I think I even wrote down next to the Olive Garden comment that it might have been my men because I really didn't find it funny. <laughs> Like a lot of things I was, were funny. Okay. <laughs> um, but the first one, the first time they mention it, uh, you know, like it could be like a funny one off joke that they say like, Oh, you know, you get, you know, a gift card to Olive Garden, whatever. But then for, for them to literally say, cause when you're there, you're family. I just like, it didn't mm-hmm. land as a joke to me. It just, it literally landed as a product placement. Like it, that's how it landed. I didn't laugh at it. I was just like, he's literally just like, selling olive garden right now and then at the very end it was the same thing it was uh he got the gift card but what uh, oh yeah he literally mentions the unlimited breadsticks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i was just like this is like word for word an olive garden commercial like Mm -hmm. i i could see where the joke is in there but i think it was too word for word that I thought, oh my god, this is like the most blatant yeah, like, but product I, placement. The writers could have gone it. out and been like, hey, we want to make a joke about a restaurant or we want to make a joke right. about Olive Garden. Can you contact them and see if they'll like give us money or like right. do a promo or something? Like these things are talked about, but it could yeah. have been the writers just being like, we got an Olive Garden joke that's not and very good. It's- it's funny that like- Get us money. I, f- I find it funny that like they get an Olive Garden gift card as like- as a thank you and it was a nice little joke tie-in i get that but i think it was the the words around the use of the olive garden mm-hmm. joke just felt very very commercialized and right I, it, I it made me real i don't normally notice product placements and things other than the very obvious stuff like the super mario reebok thing like the only when it's super obvious do i notice and this was super obvious well, and yeah. so i literally wrote like is this my men because it <laughs> it honestly took me out of the movie like i felt like Mm-hmm. Oh, that like that didn't flow. I didn't feel like it it worked for me. Product placement can be very wary because like there's little upside to nailing it and there's just like so much downside if you don't do it well. I just right. I can think of and probably because I have like a career and I've done the marketing thing for a while, I just my ear is like and eyes are super tuned to it. So like I remember the worst product placements I've ever seen. Um, like on TV, the worst one I'd ever seen, and then I swear I'll stop talking about this, was <laughs> what was the TV show that Shailene Woodley starred in for a long time? Uh, it's the uh, Secret Life of the American, American Teenager. Teenage Pregnancy or something like yeah, that. It's yeah, it's The Secret Life of the American <laughs> Teenager. There is literally Whatever. a 30-second Tide. Like, I've got these Tide Pods, and they're just like really, literally, it is the worst product placement I've ever seen in my life, and I remembered it. This, on the scale of bad product placement, is like a six. I will say, the general story, like how they figured out how to make a story out of Sonic, I liked. Like, I liked the choice that they made of like, oh, he's he's on the run, because, you know, he's Sonic. But, um, but he is, like, hiding out in this cave by himself, and that he, like, you know, doesn't have any friends, and he's lonely, and that he is... 
um he's just been kind of like going from place to place and he's this nomad and doesn't have anyone and yeah it made for a it it made sense for sonic like just as like how to make this into a movie and like emotionally it made sense to to like develop things so i i appreciated that like we were talking with mario we're like how the hell is this the plot of a mario movie like how does this become a thing but no like this made sense i appreciate that and i will say it feels like sonic yes whereas unlike the mario movie it did not feel like mario absolutely right like if you're crafting a world and a story Mario failed at doing it that kept it true to the like source material just in terms of like theme and feel where this nailed it more more so it felt like Sonic if even though like yeah it's placed in the real world and blah 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 blah, but like it still felt right I mean I have limited experience with Sonic but it felt right to me at least Mm -hmm. fair um Katie you didn't like it I loved it but maybe both of us are wrong uh, let's take a look at our critical hits, which is the part of the show where we read choice user reviews from Metacritic.com. Uh, I will start and give the first one, and this comes from Pafsu, and it's a ten out of ten. Great number. Uh, great movie to see with your family. Actually funny and well written. Jim Carrey is amazing. One of the best video game movies out there. It's a good review. Uh, Katie, do you want to do you want to give our next one here from Drejelt? Sure. Uh, they give it a zero. They said, "Why did I go to watch a movie about Sonic? To see a kids movie with very poor implementation. In vain, spent money." What does that mean? I don't know. M- money spent in vain? Is that what I they gu- meant? I guess so. They just flipped it a little bit, but yeah. Travis right. uh, Dan Cruz. Yeah, Dan Cruz says. Probably the best movie I've seen in a good few years. Best movie? Wow. Um, Jim Carrey is always a win. I'm just surprised by best movie. That's that's. There's a lot of movies that have yeah. come out in the last couple of years. Like if you <laughs> said this is a good movie, I would be like, yes, you're correct. But one of the best movies? Best movies? Absolutely not. You, need, you should probably see more movies. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Bionic Daniel way. gives it a 10. Uh, sorry. No, I see. Look what I did there. I just, I just, <laughs> he actually gave it a zero and said the plot was a cliche, yet somehow it got even emptier. Good, good that there's James Marsden and Jim Carrey's over-exaggerated performance actually made me made this film kind of funny overall don't spend a penny on this that zero does, out of that, ten does he understand the zero to ten scale because no this sounds I like don't... a six or like a four yeah not a zero anyway. i'm everyone's talking about spending money on this movie i don't know why that's <laughs> so important right good value i guess that's what they're looking for i had to spend 4.99 on this on apple and it was bad <laughs> Uh, right. Katie, do you want to look at our next one from sure. Leanna? Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! All right, Leanna gave it a ten. They said it was amazing. 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 That's the review. Wow! And also, they put it's what one, two, it's three, was. four, five. It is six it is, times. Was <laughs> Six times. Oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> Travis, All you right. want to read our last one from Sayus? Sayus gave this movie a zero and says, this movie is horrible. 
It's terribly <laughs> unfunny, full of stereotypes and boring tropes. Almost fell asleep while watching it in the cinemas. Whilst, actually. Whilst. Whilst. Oh. Very fancy. Well, very oh, good. So fancy. Very oh good. Um, we covered a lot, but we may not have covered all of our pros and cons. So now we go into the segment we call Min Max, where we tell you about the good Max and the not so good Min that we haven't covered yet. Uh, why don't, again, I go first. Like, yeah, it's just it. so easy for me to talk about this film. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'll start with my Min. Uh, my Min is Sonic doing the floss because that sucks. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> that's it. That's that's my and then oh my, uh, God. my my uh my max would be the um would be the facial we've talked about a lot of maxes and I'm looking through all my notes here and I think we've covered most of it but I just want to like call out Jim Carrey's facial expressions because that man can do a lot with his face that many can't and I always appreciate his facial expressions and his comedic timing because some of the lines were improvised from my understanding and oh, cool. like every time he spoke Maybe except the dance. Another Min, his dance scene was kind of weird and not shouldn't have been in that movie. But like, otherwise, Jim Carrey was very good. I love Who Jim next? Carrey. Uh, here, I can go, I suppose. Yeah, go for it. The Mask um, is one of my favorite movies. So maybe that, that tells oh, yeah. a lot about me. I, oh, <laughs> oh, no, that's a great movie. There's tons of great Jim Carrey movies. They love call Jim me Carrey. Cuba Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. <laughs> oh, go my ahead, gosh. <laughs> He's a treasure. <laughs> Uh, Canadian okay. treasure. He is. Yes. This movie absolutely. also filmed in Canada. Oh, oh wow. wow. Toronto or Nah? Uh, uh Nah, it's Vancouver and Vancouver. Oh. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Uh my min. Hmm. I've I've covered most of it. I will say the the machines that they chose I was like really that's the machines you chose. They chose like a little like space fightery looking thing for him to be in. And then which like they could have gotten like the whole like robot guy. Like there's a lot of great um, robotnik machines and even just like his minion machines. I'm like they picked like the little balls that are just floating around. Mm-hmm. And, they like, were egg shape. I but like I don't know. There's so many. They could have done because like the he's por- egg man. Yeah. <laughs> they called him that once and it's the least important thing about it but anyway uh they could have done like create like hornet little guys or like there's so many different things that they could have picked or like um a lot of them are like kind of figured after animals they could have done like little animals sneaking up in robot form but no they're just like right. oh here come the orbs that's it that's all we got yeah he has a wide variety like, of machines it's like it's trying to base itself in like the real world but these are obviously futuristic machines at the same time so it's either like go full futuristic or don't yeah you're either grounded or you're not like you don't have to make this i don't know uh i get what you're saying my max um the choice that they made for how sonic is like personality wise i really really liked because they didn't make him full on like smart alex sonic where he's just like, hey, man, like, I'm waiting and all that stuff. Like, he's... That would be obnoxious. What's that? That would be obnoxious. Yeah. Right? Like, like I, yeah, like, I wouldn't be relating to Sonic no. in any way if that was the case. They made yeah. him, like, a child, but, like, in a cute way, not an annoying way, which could also happen, but, like, in a way that you're like, oh, he's really cute, and I want to, like, take care of him, and I, like, <laughs> want him to have a friend, and, like, I want James... And James Martin is like, oh... I find him endearing and he's like, I want to take care of him now. 
And that made sense with like the personality that they chose for how Sonic would be. Fair. And they could have gone a lot of different ways with Sonic. Well, I mean, a few different ways. So I, I liked that a lot. That's my max. Travis. You know what? My maxes and mins, I'm still very much very middling. And so like my maxes aren't very strong maxes and my mins aren't very strong mins. Yeah, I hear I'm you. kind of like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, I have some like, we've mentioned a few, like uh, the fact that I get to talk about X-Men, that's a max. <laughs> <laughs> The the min with the product placement for the Olive Garden thing, that's a min. But I would say like more in the middle, um, I was like, what is this party when they went to that bar? Like, don't get me wrong, cool setting and whatever. But I was just like, this is a party. Like this doesn't make, I mean, it was just kind of outrageous and ridiculous and stuff like that. And I guess what kind of bothered me a little bit about that scene is that Sonic for like however many years was able to control himself and not get seen and not do anything. Mm -hmm. And then I guess for the sake of a fun scene, Sonic is just like, "Eh, I've already been seen. Let's just go to this bar. And everyone's just like, a okay with him. Right. So I guess there was a little bit of like a weird, like, I guess he's a child, whatever. Sure. But like, there was a little bit of a weird is Sonic. Like he knows better than this. And so I thought it was going to end a lot worse than what it was. Yeah, nothing but bad it, happened there. You think no. that that choice would have resulted in... Yeah, and that's the thing. I was like, something. he spent years being safe, and mm-hmm. then he decides to not be safe, and then nothing really bad happened, and the only reason he got caught in the first place was by accident. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I mean, he was so, super excited, though. Like, they were, like even from the beginning well, of the sure. road trip, he's like, oh my god, I'm seeing all this stuff, and he was like... Ah, like I'm so excited he's like the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. big uh, rubber band ball like we gotta go see yeah. it like I'm seeing things uh, yeah. and I guess that's the thing I'm like it's still middling yeah. right in terms of like my mins or maxes and then um, so if that's like a min then I would say another max would maybe be um, I mean I could I could give another max for you yeah yeah give me something because I tails like, I yeah okay yes very good I do like the post credit scene oh there we go. Um, the credit scene um, sequence where oh, it pretty much was, it was terrific. It was the entire movie in the pixelated Sonic like oh, yeah. form. It was great. I loved that. I, I absolutely loved that. And then, yeah, to end it with Tails then, was actually very, very yeah, good. Got to so. set up that sequel. There is yeah, a sequel and coming. And is I'm there? excited for a sequel. I, I would watch a sequel because A, Tails is cool. Yeah. B, Robotnik looks good yeah, i, I like, like the way robotic. robotic is craziness at the end mm-hmm. and i would see a sequel definitely oh, I'd give and it I a shot. if it's if it's a little bit more like off the wall i'd be like i'd be down for it like just go full into like the craziness and i'm okay with that um we are going to head into our next segment which is our second to last and it's a new segment for this show typically we play games but we thought we'd try something different for our last episode of season one and do a segment we call best of and that is a segment where we tell you our favorite games from the movie that we're covering so today we are going to give you our favorite games from the sonic the hedgehog series and we've got a couple for you here um maybe i will give you one of mine first um go for sonic it. mania which is a game that came out i believe about two years ago when this comes out it is a reimagining of the original genesis sonic games and it is done by a group of people including christian whitehead who did um like a bunch of ports of sonic uh i think the pc version of sonic what is that one called sonic cd to other platforms and they also i believe like ported sonic to uh like ios and android 
And the game reimagines some old levels and gives you some new levels, and they're really good. It's a really, really good game, and it feels like Sonic, and that's the best part. That's cool. Who's next? Giving us the best of the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Well, so I'm going to say I have barely played any Sonic games. I think I had a GameCube compilation of some kind, um, and it had... I want to say like maybe the first four ish Sonic so Mega game. Collection, something like that. And I either played Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic Three and Knuckles. I don't know. <laughs> is there a difference? I don't know. I but I do remember the intro, and I'm like, I think I've played Katie some of knows. that, but not a lot. Okay, so this blew my young mind when I was a <laughs> tiny child. Okay, because we uh we were had uh we had a psychogenesis. Uh, played Sonic 1, 2, and 3. Loved them all. Oh, no, sorry. Just 2 and 3. I played so- the original a while l- later. But okay. 2 and 3, I'd play over and over again. Um, then I, we rented, because, you know, that was a thing back then, yeah. from uh, the local video store, not Blockbuster, <laughs> you know, an off-brand. Um, and so we rented <laughs> Sonic and & Knuckles, and then I was like, wait, okay. there's like a little flippy thing on the top of the cartridge. And... What you could do was you plug that thing in, you flip the top open, and then you could plug in another Sonic. Like one, two, or three. You could plug it in, and then you could play as Knuckles in that game. Oh, my God. That's cool. Right? That's super cool. So you could play Sonic 3, but as Knuckles. You, and you How were, does that even work? I don't know. It it apparently it still blows my mind. But like you know, I, I don't. Even, that's nuts. I was a tiny child. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I it's was gonna a tiny do, child. It's gonna do what? And then it it's I, like it did the thing, and I was like, <gasps> the I, cartridge adds knuckles into the previous games. I don't even understand how that logistically works. I but don't that's know. Cool. It was so cool. Yeah. So you that's could plug really in. Cool. It was called lock on, and you could lock on either Sonic Two or Sonic Three, and it added knuckles to the game. Mm-hmm. It's like early DLC. That's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it's a precursor to DLC. Very good. Very it good. Literally is. That's really cool. So yeah. then, what did I play? Sonic Three with Knuckles, or yeah. Sonic Three, or Sonic and Knuckles? Sonic. I think uh, Sonic way. and Knuckles Three, or S- sure. Sonic Three and Knuckles. Probably Sonic Three and Knuckles. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know. So, yeah, I do remember the intro to that game, and I didn't play very much of it. I was we were a Nintendo household growing mm. up. Genesis was a little too. It was I, too cool. Parents, it was too cool for you. Yeah, and I was definitely not cool. So Travis I mean, remembers Genesis can what Nintendo don't. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> the thing is, I it's not that I, not that my parents were like, no, you can't have a Genesis. But I definitely feel like Nintendo had a little bit more of a wholesome vibe, mm. and I think maybe Genesis was a bit too graphic-y you know what i mean like yeah. i would go to my cousin's house and play like mortal bloody kombat. mortal kombat yeah. yeah and then i would go home and play my n64 <laughs> version of mortal kombat that has no blood you know what i mean like it's so wholesome it, it's a little bit more pg yeah so i didn't have any of those games so i don't have the nostalgia va- factor that you guys seem to have for like sonic oh i love sonic um yeah, uh, yeah sonic 2 and sonic 3 play them over and over again um and also, uh, Sonic Spinball was a with lot that. of fun. It's basically with- like a 
like there's like pinball levels so you okay. have there's like a goal you have to accomplish like you have to get him into the thing but it was kind of like a level like so you had to get him to a certain part it was of like the board. a pinball table yeah okay. but then you could like run across like if you got into a certain section you could actually like run across a section into the other side of the pinball machine and then you had gotcha. to like try and get him into a certain spot again um Interesting. yeah it was just different but it was a lot of fun I really if you liked played it. ukulele, which came out like a year or two ago. No, no, not ukulele. Yuka. Oh, no. There's another <laughs> game called Yuka Pinball. Oh, no. It's called um, Yuka. Yuka Pumba. Yuka. Yuka. Yuka Tanara. I don't know. Yuka. Uh, Yoku's Island Express. Nope. Uh, oh my god! It is wow, very we're real close. Like Sonic Spinball. <laughs> but uh, the last game I want to talk about is uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle, which is the GameCube game where you play as Sonic. Sure, you can do the Chow Garden. Uh, you can play as like six different characters, and some of them are in mechs, like Tails and Robotnik. You play in mechs. Uh, you get to fly as Knuckles and Rouge the Bat. And you get to play a Sonic. Like, it's wild. It's probably not very good these days, but like back in the day, I, I really enjoyed it. So, there's, there's a lot of five, Sonic characters. There's oh five games for you Sonic Mania, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and Sonic Spinball. Um, if you like a different Sonic game, maybe you let us know on social media at cutscene underscore pod on either Instagram or Twitter. But before we go, we need to tell you if this movie should be cut or seen. I will start. This movie should be seen. It's a great one. Please, if you like Sonic the Hedgehog, if you like video games, if you like movies for children, you should watch Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Who's up next? I, I guess sure I'll go. You have to go next. <laughs> Just say it's bad and cut it. It's not (laughs) bad. It's just if you're not age five to ten, most of it's not funny. Again, I love what they did with Sonic, the actual character, which is probably one of the most important parts. But honestly, if you really, really love Sonic, go back and watch the old cartoon. Like it, it's probably just as good. It's also for kids. I sat in silence on my couch for probably half of this movie. It's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not great. It's fine. You could skip it. You could cut it. I feel really. I feel terrible saying it, but it's a cut. Oh. Okay. Uh, So we're at one cut, one scene. Travis, BR deciding uh, judge here. I will say that I agree with Katie that it is fine. It is. Katie, I win. I win. No. I know. He's so leaning that way. Absolutely. It's not bad. It's not great. Totally to reiterate what Katie's saying. However, I think, see it. I think you would have a good time watching it. It's fine. Like, I, it's not bad where I'm like, stay away. Just th- you know what I mean? throw it a bone, you know? Just Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what? The, it's I, only an hour and a half of your life, so it's, it's fine. Not, <laughs> I don't find it bad enough to tell people not to watch it. I find it middle of the gr- middle of the way enough to be like, yeah, it's fine. Go see it. You know what I mean? Especially if you're remotely curious about it. And also to maybe see a future sequel where maybe hopefully it moves past being, you know, middle of the road. So go see it. Scene. Well, there you go. Uh, the official verdict from the Cutscenes podcast is that this movie is a scene. Uh, so go to your local cinema, 
don't do that actually no <laughs> go to your local couch and rent this one and enjoy 90 minutes of the blue blur uh, that is the end of our episode and the end of our first season of this podcast wild Woot. wild we did a thing that's uh, woop woop. we did a we thing. will be back we'll be back with more episodes <laughs> in 2021 so if you enjoyed what you saw here you can do a couple things first leave us a review on wherever you listen to us it helps a lot and if you haven't subscribed to our show on that particular podcast app make sure you hit the subscribe button and even if there's a little bell hit that and then you'll be notified when new episodes of this show come out uh you can follow us on social uh blah 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 you can follow us on social media at cutscenes underscore pod on twitter or instagram and you can follow us individually uh you can start with me uh, at jacob mccord on all major social media platforms uh on twitter i say dumb garbage on tiktok i make pokemon card garbage on youtube i make video essays that are that are sometimes good when they come out and then i have another podcast called the left behind game club where we talk about video games travis and katie have been on it too it's great left behind game dot club or on your favorite podcast app who is up next go for it katie uh yeah no left behind is great you should absolutely listen to left behind it's definitely a lot of fun. um <laughs> bias uh, bias <laughs> <laughs> um i'm on twitter uh i'm les brack um yeah i hang out there i'll chit chat about stuff i've it's it's all it's all uh, in spite of what this this particular pod may make you think i'm pretty positive about most things (laughs) (laughs) and she tweets good i'm pretty happy generally speaking so yeah i don't know come on hang out we'll have a good time travis that's really good um, I'm on Twitter at Travis Colnut, and as probably what this pod has told you, I love a lot of things. I mean, maybe not this movie, but uh, <laughs> I do like a lot of things. Um, so yeah, come chat with me. I'm there. Hang out. Uh, we end this show as we end all of our shows with a quote from the movie we watch, and this time Travis and I are going to take you through it, and it's an exchange between Agent Stone and Doctor Robotnik. Travis, take us away. I just thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. What do I look like? An imbecile? Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them. (laughs) Good job. Really good, Jim Carrey. Thanks. Thanks. I try. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Bye. 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 Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast.